Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Interrupt this record to bring you a special bulletin. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Tim Cramlin. Cramlin Advertising. Cramblin Advertising? Are you Hank Cramblin's son? That I am, yeah. Hank Cramblin. What a legend. How is your father? He went insane. He lives in that house now. Oh. Well, the next time you see him, you tell him Sally Pomerantz from Chicago said hello. He won't understand that. Talking to him is like talking to Bugs Bunny. Well, then you tell him what's up, Doc. Thank you. That don't mean a lot to him. Well, hubba hubba ding ding. Who invented this thing? And now, it's exciting, isn't it? Of course. Really exciting. Around here, this is peak excitement. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Uh, Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Wednesday morning, the 6th of March. We're fielding a whole team today, you guys. Right? Yeah. Everybody's yeah. here. The whole gang. This is very exciting. This I mean, really... define here. Yeah. In the room. Okay. Of uh, showing up to work. All right. I don't know that we're going to make Allie run fast or anything like that today, <laughs> but she is here, technically. She's in back in the high chair, which we're happy to see. It became a high chair when Brad filled in. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, because he's little. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how our humor you, works. You know, that yeah. you guys are about uh, two inches apart height wise, so technically it works for you as well. That's true. <laughs> so I don't even know where to start. First of all, I missed both of you very, very much. No, I missed you. I missed you guys. The whole and team. I'm very excited to have you back. Uh, and thanks again to uh, Brad Williams on short notice to fill in for Allie. Um, l- let's start with you, Allie. I don't know how much you uh, are, are willing to, to talk about or how much you're willing to say, but how, uh, you were out sick. We did mention that on the air, but how are you feeling? Uh, I am on so many pain pills that... Oh, luck out. I, luck out my life. Yeah, I don't luck even... Luck out. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's Christmas Eve. You know that, right? Yeah. Well, I can't. I get to open one present today, and I'm really excited for tomorrow. Yeah. I, I stopped taking pain the pain pills yesterday mm-hmm. around probably 9 a.m. because I wanted them out of my system for today. But as someone who can't even take NyQuil, mm-hmm. a, a pain pill lasts a long time with me. I'm, I'm now realizing. So you started it. You stopped at 9 a.m. yesterday. Yeah. And it's still I'm affecting? I'm so out of it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's let's have I mean, some fun with that, you guys. Let's yeah. make up a game or something where we ask her rapid fire make questions. Make her do math, right? Uh, well, math. What if I'm great <laughs> at math? So you have a super low tolerance to what? Uh, to anything Opioids? that makes you feel good. Any medications? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, even man. Nyquil. Yeah, even Nyquil. Yeah. I literally have to. If I'm going to take Nyquil, I need to make sure I have 15 hours oh to sleep. Gosh. Yeah, it's, and I just it's drink that crazy. with dinner. So I right. mean, what a difference. Right. Ice or no ice. 
Oh, no ice okay. in NyQuil. You don't want to dilute that. That's magic on its own. Sure. I'm on this Zerp is what I'm on. Right. So <laughs> does everything sound really slow to you today? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what? 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 Normally, how does it sound to you? <laughs> Come on, guys. P- pitch in. Help out. What are you I don't at? know if that's funny, Bean. <laughs> that seems rude. I feel like it's funny. Well, no one asked you, Kevin. <laughs> Allie, everything sounds normal to you? Why does your voice do that? <laughs> Everyone else sounds like they're just talking slow. You sound like a Disney character. <laughs> I love it. You sound like I am Eeyore or somebody, so- don't I? <gasps> Winnie, I got you some honey. <laughs> Where's Tigger? Oh, that's good. Yeah, everything's fine, though. But, yeah, I had a, a little thing where um, it felt like your hip had left its socket. Oh, and whoa. Yeah, it, it wasn't a fun few days but i was it you doing martial arts i was doing martial arts uh-huh. you know how i do sure yeah it started Did your off hip on, leave its socket uh, we're still not sure i have to get an mri but on the um the x-rays it shows this like gray mass all around the socket they're like well that could be a lot of things here's oh, an no. orthopedic surgeon you should see you don't like, want to hear that right? from a doctor no. no you know how many things that could be well they said it could be <laughs> a, a tear it could be tendon something it could be bursitis and it could be he's like could be, you know, just early arthritis. I'm like, wait, what? 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 Huh? You're 28. How are you having arthritis? That's what I'm saying. So, how long so. do you have to skip out on the Ironman competition? I, I should be back at full speed next year. Okay, yeah. next year. Well, okay. Allie, yeah, I will tell you that when I got your initial uh, texts, I was hoping that your hip was out of socket because they put it back in and you feel better instantly. Oh no. No. The, but that's not what happened. No, the X-rays were just to rule out anything bone. Problem-ish. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I had I had my hip out of, out, oh, out of socket one time. You did? You did? I did. In, a, in that same car accident where all that other damage was done is I was at a dislocated, you know, hip. So yeah. I, I know that pain, and I, I do not envy you. But I hope you're feeling better. <laughs> I would like you to talk like that all day. <laughs> now, Jensen. Yes. You were in Hotlanta. I was. You went back to the scene of the Super Bowl where we had so much fun a couple of months ago. I'll tell you, it wasn't hot. No? No. 27 degrees. Oh, my God. Freezing, technically. We had some cold mornings when we were there as well. Yeah, it was rough. It was even colder, though, it sounds like. Yeah, it was rough. I don't want you uh, to reveal anything that you can't, because I know you were there working on a super secret uh, film project, but uh, you did post pictures of you with Shaq and Ken Jung, and I want to know... What's it like traveling around the city Ugh. with somebody like Shaquille O'Neal who cannot blend in? Yeah, it's who so must, stupid. Is the most one of the most famous people in America? Yeah. How difficult is that to get anything done when every single person who sees him freaks out? It was so dumb. He, uh, we we are doing a TV show pilot for Turner Broadcasting where uh, basically <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal and Ken Jong, friend of the show, uh, have created an app. Uh, where they will do chores for you. It's like, you know, Task Rabbit. But oh, when my. but when the the thing is done, Shaquille O'Neal and Ken Jong show up at your door and you're <laughs> surprised by that. Honestly, that's a great it's that's ridiculous. It's a, a great idea. Yeah, and we so, and we live it real. So like the people don't know who's gonna be there and he comes in. It's the whole thing. And so walking around Atlanta with Shaquille O'Neal, it, we had him at one point spinning one of those signs that say like free you know, find out you know, do your taxes sure. and right. arrow. People cr- almost crashed their car into the side of the freeway. Over, like people just literally, he he, he can't. 
You know exactly who he is the minute you see him. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's not a disguise. No. And it's hard to be more recognizable than Ken Jong right now because he's everywhere yeah. and he's ridiculous looking as well. Uh, so between the both of them, it really was the modern day twins. It must have been just so difficult to film something without a hundred people being in the shot. Too. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you have to sneak them in, and then sort of you only get a couple minutes out in public before it becomes sort of a chaos show. But it is great when Shaquille O'Neal. It's like he's just everything he does is funny to me. Yes. Like we'll just be walking around, and I'm eating a mint, and he'll just look at me and go, "Do you have any more mints?" And I'm like, "That's so funny." <laughs> if any of the rest of us said that, not funny at all. Not at all. Him? Not even yeah. close to funny. Or we'll just be walking. He goes, "Where'd you get that shirt?" <laughs> like, why do you want to know, you weirdo? <laughs> he, and he also has a great sense of humor. I mean, he is yeah. one of the funniest, uh, certainly one of the funniest athletes, oh, yeah. I think. He's hilarious. Know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. When might we hear more about that? Hopefully soon, man. Next uh, couple months, hopefully you'll get to see the show. Okay. Yeah. All right. Guys, Jensen and Allie are back. Come on. Right? Yay. Oh, my God, it's raining! And, Plus and, it's, and there's water coming down from the sky, right? All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? You hear the I think that a miracle needs to happen. What? I'm sorry, Alec? Are you? What? I think <laughs> the drugs are starting to show. Did you hear the thunder and lightning last night? Uh, I did not. I did. But okay, everyone oh, else, good. But no, but everybody else that I know does. You thought it was just you and it wasn't happening? Well, when you said no, I got concerned. <laughs> The thunder and lightning were loud. It's going to be Scissor Valley today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Scissor Valley. Sorry. Also on the program today, we have Adam Carolla in. Fantastic. We have uh, Petros Papadakis to talk about uh, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dumpster fire, as he calls it. Um, Daniel Fisher will be joining us in the studio. Yep. I'm sorry, who? Daniel. My wife. <laughs> and she is? She's my wife. From? She's my wife. Uh, she's, here com- she's coming for Disney, right? She's coming in to promote a show she's directing. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't, I like why you are you asking? Know. I'm making sure. <laughs> hey, listen, I was in Atlanta. We haven't seen each other in a few days. I mean, we didn't care why she was coming in. Right. We were just we were just happy to have her. Yeah, she's going to definitely give you some scoop on me. All right. Uh, people are dumb on the show today. And uh, debt collectors, what's up? So that's coming up on the Kevin and Bean Show. We will take a break. We'll come back with a very slow what's happening next. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. All right. All uh... right. Allie, you ready to try this? I am. Ready to get the first one under your belt? Yeah, please. See how it goes? Yes, thank you. Here's Sir Pally with our first What's Happening here on a Wednesday. Uh, guys, it's real good to be Marshmallow right now. Yeah. So he has a new residency lined up in Las Vegas. This summer, the DJ producer will have an exclusive residency at the Palms, their new day and nightclub, Chaos. A day and nightclub. I mean, that's how you make the money, right? <laughs> Just do it 24 hours a day. <laughs> Just like, listen, now it's like afternoon will be closed for two hours. Come back for the nightclub. Uh, the two-year residency will earn him about uh, $60 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said 60. You I meant said, six? No, uh, $60 million. In two years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just he's not he's not there every night for two years, though. And even yeah. Keep when it, in mind. Even when he is there, it's not a promise it's him. It's a good could point. be anybody. Yeah, it could it's be R. Kelly. Great. Oh, you could be like this DJ is awesome, and you're cheering on like Harvey Weinstein. You have no idea who's <laughs> under the mask. I think that's unlikely, but well, yeah, it, it is unlikely. It's possible. You never know. 
Uh, the residency starts at the nightclub on April 4th, and he'll play through May, and then he'll officially open the day club on April 6th as part of a star-studded opening weekend featuring Cardi B, J Balvin, g Easy, Travis Scott, and more. It's good to be Marshmallow. Now that I uh, have Instagram, mm-hmm. I'm learning a lot about my coworkers. Uh-huh. Did you guys see the photo that the King of Mexico posted sometime back of Marshmallow walking his dog, Ronda Ruffy. Yeah, I did. Marshmallow is out walking yeah. Dave's dog. Yeah, he brought it up yesterday or the day before. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just hope my dog gets a picture taken with another famous person because the last one went viral. I was like, what are you talking about? I found it hilarious, by the way. It's just something funny about seeing a grown man walking down the street with a marshmallow on his head walking a dog. <laughs> I'm like this. This world is getting weird, you guys. Did it at least say Ronda Ruffy maybe with her at on Instagram? Oh yeah, sure. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> what? Where was it viral? Like what? Like in magazines? Dog fancy? Stuff? I don't know. That's what he said. Uh, <laughs> at dog watchers. I like it. I like it a lot. Guys, I'm going to um, see if you can figure out this riddle. It's not a riddle at all. But um, the lead guitarist from Jack Black's kid band in the movie School of Rock, mm-hmm. he's now facing some felony charges in Florida for allegedly stealing what? I mm. must recuse myself on this story. Um, stealing what? Stealing. What would the lead guitarist from Jack Black's kid band in the movie School of Rock Guitar picks. stealing? Guitar picks. <laughs> That big resale yeah. market. Yeah, yeah. He's, no, it's a black market on it, it now. It is. Why oh, you don't know? They banned them, so you got to play with know. the weird fingers. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say a guitar. He went way smaller, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, you're right, Kevin. Oh. It's guitar. Well, you never know. Could have taken picks too. So. No, I think she just gave. No, me I just well, said. I'm saying I just in addition, said. it might not be in the report. I see. Mm-hmm. He faces felony larceny and grand theft charges after he was caught allegedly trying to steal guitars and an amplifier. Four times over the last five weeks. I mean, that is so stupid and so unnecessary and so foolish. Four times in five weeks? I feel like you got to be better, son. Yeah. Or take a break. Put a little time in between, Absolutely. So he'd go into music stores, ask to test out the expensive guitars, then leave without paying, and then... Just run? (laughs) And then attempt to get money um, selling them at pawn shops. So Joey Gatos Jr. is... uh, He's in a lot of trouble right now, you guys. Mm. A lot, of, a lot of trouble. How old is he now? Uh, 52. 27. Oh, I'm a bad, oh, wow. I'm bad at that. <laughs> Shoot. Child star gone bad. You guys, there's a long line of them. Yeah. What about that Boy Meets World girl? Oh, come on. Right, right here. Right Oof. here. Right. She'll be in here later. How dare you? Babe, don't turn the car around. Come <laughs> Keep make, make sure you're coming here. Yeah. Keep coming. <laughs> what if she... She thinks she's in the car now? Yeah, she, she takes the long way. <laughs> like, a little All side streets. <laughs> she hates the freeway. Hates the freeway. She goes through Valencia somehow. I'm yeah. not positive how. It's very odd. Yeah. Oh. I, uh... She listens to the show in the car. <laughs> I say goodbye, babe. She goes goodbye, gets in her car, and just sits just... and listens to the show. Oh, that's yeah. so sad. Yeah. I enjoyed seeing people freaking out yesterday about Forbes crediting Kylie Jenner as the youngest self-made billionaire. Yep. Yeah. How dare she make a crazy living? Because, you know, she's not self-made. She mm. had money and her family had money and like are you what are you gaining being so angry about Kylie Jenner? 
Get over it. I think people in general just hate that family. And but that's understandable. I don't, but I don't care. I'm ha- but also I don't care get, if she has that. To get to a billion dollars, yeah. here's my theory. Mm-hmm. To get to a billion dollars, the product has to be good. Yeah. that's the You can't make a billion dollars by just being a doofus. You're right. So yeah. I, I don't know much about this lip liner brand, but it has to be credible. Well, Kylie Cosmetics is valued at at least $900 million. I mean, that's crazy. And then she, of course, has most or all of those funds because she's the sole owner of the operation. And then you combine that with her brand partnerships, involvement on ease, keeping up with the Kardashians. So her estimated fortune is well over $1 billion. Is she richer than Kanye West? Oh, I would say yeah. by a lot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, he's not a billionaire. How about that? When yeah. you think about how much Kanye has done and mm-hmm. how good he has been for so long, mm. that she's making more money than he is. Yeah. I mean, also, who would have guessed she'd be the richest of the Kardashians? Right? Like, that's crazy. Um, yeah. yeah, until, I don't know how many years she, ago she started it, but it was a crazy smash success, I think, from the beginning. The, the Her line. Well, of, yeah, yeah, or the uh, cosmetic line. Yeah, yeah. 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 You better be thanking Ray J every day of your life. Yeah, That's man. all I'm saying. And Paris Hilton. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, those are the yeah. people that sort of push the Kardashians out there. Kim's best friend, right? Yeah. She was like the uh, intern. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Crazy stuff. Hey, some birthdays for you. Shaquille O'Neal, you guys. Yes, this is no birthday. Kidding. Oh, wow. That's nice. Tom Arnold, Connie Britton, Rob Reiner, and wow, probably the worst interview you guys have ever done. <laughs> Tyler, the creator. In Kevin's defense, he was not in on this. Interview, okay. So okay. this is this is all me, but I don't think Mr. Creator played along. Is there going to be much um, music on it as well, or just acting? Um, I mean, you'll see. You will see. And that's the highlight. I mean, that was <laughs> that was the best part of it the took interview. Took him ten seconds, pause to say, "You'll see." He is right. a professional troll. That Tyler. <laughs> oh, and that's what's happening. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Wednesday morning on K-Rock, it's time for People Are Dumb. Dumb. Woman calls police after drug dealer sells her sugar instead of cocaine. Why do people not... How come people think I need to call police when they're doing a drug deal that goes bad? Mm-hmm. What... what? What are they thinking? I mean, because she was stiff. their outrage has to go somewhere. She, or they're high. She One gave the two. drug dealer 380 bucks for cocaine. Mm-hmm. She took it back home. She snorted it. And she's like, this isn't cocaine. She didn't do the taste test there? Yeah, you got to no. do the taste test. Oh, Just, God, I learned that I, in yeah, drug look. buying 101. <laughs> yeah, I always gums. do the taste yeah. test. Sure, yeah. it'll be ridiculous. Uh, she called the police. Police put the story on Facebook. Uh, One Facebook user wrote, What in the world is coming when we can't trust our friendly neighborhood drug dealer? (laughs) And here's the last line. I want you guys to help me understand exactly what this means because it's, it's very difficult to understand. According to police, a woman was spoken to in relation to the matter and appropriate advice and guidance were given. Does that mean they just told her, hey, don't do that? Yeah, she got a, a warning, basically. But also, like, who's writing that? Yeah, Shakespeare. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I should figure it out. Did they read that from a scroll? <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Uh, footprints in the snow led police from a stolen car right to the suspect. Oh. Hmm. out of Hackensack, New Jersey, there was a uh, fresh snow, and then it stopped snowing. And a car was stolen. The victim called the police. Responding officers tracked down the suspect by the tire tracks... In the snow. Then he got out of the car after wrecking it and went on foot 
and they followed the footprints in the snow. Well, like you do. To his house. <laughs> the 23-year-old uh, suspect was arrested of motor vehicle theft and resisting arrest charges. I, I know that the, the title of this uh, bit is uh, People Are Dumb. Mm-hmm. And, and that's another example of it. Because when you walk three steps, you should realize, hey, you know what? I can easily be tracked here. Maybe, maybe wait till some of this melts. Again, perhaps alcohol or drugs were involved mm-hmm. because yeah. maybe you don't think that way. But or yeah, just dumb. Even the tracks in the car, even the wheel, you know, the wheels making tracks in the snow. Sure. At least this time it was real snow and not sugar. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, this man refused to go to prison, and I want you guys to guess why. Florida Pensacola Police Department responded to a report of a possible battery arriving uh, at the home around 10 a.m. to find a suspect barricaded inside his house with a gun to his head. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Police say uh, Evan Charles McLabor was his name. He previously had served 18 months in prison for battery, claimed he was not going back to prison earlier this month. And this is what a ridiculous, crazy person this is. McLabor's stepmother told police that he held a knife to his grandmother's throat. Oh. Who does that? Oh, another Macklemore I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> she said the 33-year-old had also tried to strangle his father. Jeez. So SWAT was called, four-hour standoff. What made him finally give up and surrender to the police? They took him to a thrift shop. (laughs) Good guess. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good guess. He told Uh, him he was hungry. SWAT ordered a pizza to be delivered. Uh Uh-huh. Sent the pizza in. He was happy. Ate his pizza. Walked out. Walked out. Turned himself in. Wow. How could they not send a SWAT guy with the pizza, like dressed as a pizza man? I don't know that they didn't, but... Blows his head off. He literally just said, okay, I'll give up now and go back to jail. Wow. Because pizza's great. The hell of a pizza. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And this next one I'm playing more, as much for the news report as I am for the story. It's a woman going to, uh, getting arrested over a McDonald's apple pie. Oh. Okay. So here's the news. A craving for a McDonald's apple pie lands a woman in jail. Yeah, something got her so fired up, the cops had to be called. Fox 5's Denise Dillon is live for us in Covington. And Denise, she really wanted that apple pie. Hey, hey, (laughs) let me tell you, she wanted that apple pie like breath. Am I right? (laughs) Yes, she did. Yes! Wow, Wow, she wanted that. Uh. Crazy. We've all had these. Someone want one of these, right? But the problem is... Hmm. The problem is, what happened? Why? Oh, no. Why? What happened? Was it frozen? (laughs) Jensen? (laughs) (laughs) Was that the first thing that came to mind? (laughs) Uh, She was eventually taken to jail. Yeah. I don't know. What happened? What would even be... I mean, I can only imagine assault with a pie. I mean, that's all I could think of. Bean, any thoughts? No, no thoughts. Yeah. I am puzzled by this one. Same. She did not want to pay for it. I'm told at one point she even threw the pie at one of the employees. Mm. Well, it wasn't long after that. Police were called, and she was cuffed. I she, got close. Uh, yeah, salt with a pie. Dollar six. Just want to mention it's a dollar six. <laughs> Sometimes you just don't want to pay for it, though. And it's short. Get back there. Get my money back. Get back Do you understand? That's her going crazy. That's real? Yes. Hmm. And you're right, throwing the apple pie and yelling and threatening oh. to punch people. 
And here's the police. This woman is furious. She wanted a McDonald's apple pie. The golden flaky dessert with the gooey warm apple filling. Oh, that oh. one. Oh, oh, wow. Right there. Now I want a McDonald's <laughs> apple pie. That sounds like the best thing ever. Why would she describe it as if no one's ever had it? Also, you can't just do an ad in the middle of a news report. <laughs> I am salivating now. <laughs> but she was told it would be a five-minute wait. A five-minute wait? Hasn't everyone waited for everything for five minutes at McDonald's? Yeah, for, that's a long time for a pie, though. But yeah, but just pull up and say, okay, I mean, you're, you, you you're, a little do fr- it. you're a little you, frustrated. Yeah, you do it, but yeah, you don't you don't throw a, a pie at somebody. Employees told police Ana Luisa Guita Baltazar was angry because she expected to get the pie for free to compensate her for having to wait. When the employees said no, Guiti Baltazar was fighting mad. She was fighting mad. Yeah. See, because then what she did was she fought. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I hate right. these reporters so much. She said she was piping hot, and it would have been a decent <laughs> pun. Yeah. And starts uh, using profanity and, and screaming at the employee. Starts aggressively walking towards her. She's punching her, her fist into her hand. Guiti Baltazar was arrested for disorderly conduct. The pie cost a dollar six. A dollar and six cents. This is the uh, cops. For an apple pie versus an $837 disorderly conduct citation. As her car was towed from the scene, too, so you can stack a, a tow charge on top of that. Another couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Friends of the employees say the customer got her just desserts. No! Because yeah! <laughs> she said just desserts. Oh, no. Just no, no. desserts. And just like that, the reporter got cuffed. Now she's got to pay. Dumb. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I remember when my uh, when my mom was alive, <clears throat> she always used to be, don't tell me the cat is dead. Tell me the cat is on the roof. <laughs> tell me that you're trying to get the cat down. Like, ease into it. Warm me up for the big news. Right. And uh, is that what I need to do here, or do I just need to rip off the Band-Aid and start with the, sh- the, the thing? Who's the cat in this <laughs> yeah, scenario? Not it, not and who's, not it. who's roof? Did, oh, I am just, the roof. I know. I feel roof. like a roof a lot. Who's, who's your mom? Just, that's just the analogy, guys, is oh. that sometimes oh. you want some you know, some heads up. I see. Mm-hmm. There's no dream, right? Right, exactly. No, no, dream. Okay. Got lucky All right, so, so here's the thing. This has been, uh, we haven't made a big deal about this because this is still uh, months away, but I want to put it out there because there are some things that are going to be made public soon, and I want to make sure that uh, nobody is, I want to make sure you guys hear it from, from uh, Right? Oh, Not wrong yet. timing? Not okay, yet. my bad. I have been talking about and thinking about, and my wife and I have been discussing for a long time. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. Moving to England. For it real. Is, 
for reals. Like yes. The country. The, the country of England, yes. Okay, I'm trying to stay with you here. That's okay. a good point. Um, I am a, um, some people know, many don't. I am a, a British citizen. I, I was born in England. I lived in England. I go to England very frequently. And uh, and, and I do, I, I love it there. And I have friends and I have a family and Donna does as well. So we've been talking for a long time about moving to the UK. And we have decided that the end of this year is the time to do it. And uh, we gave a lot of thought to, look, I haven't lived in Los Angeles for 20 years in June, okay? So I've been I've been very lucky and blessed to be able to do the show from wherever I want to live, and that included Seattle for a long time, and it has included New Orleans for the last few years. And technically, I could do the show from the U.K. as well. But after giving it a great deal of thought, I don't think it is going to be possible to do that. Logistically, I think there are too many... Too many uh, roadblocks toward doing the show from there. Who do you hate? Let's let's narrow narrow this so, down. Is it me? It, it. Is it Chip? Guys, it's uh, I'm clearly I'm is new. It Allie, and, it's Jensen. Oh God. I love King of Mexico. I love all of you guys. Christine. It has, it has nothing to do with you. Okay. In fact, again, this is months from now. Probably right around the end of the year, we'll have plenty of time to go through and talk about all of that. And talk about the history of the show and talk about the future of the show, which, which, by the way, of course, will continue. We've had people come and go the entire time these shows been on the air. I this think is this... the first time voluntarily, though. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's true because I would say people like Jimmy Kimmel left of his okay. own volition. Right, right. Yeah, but where's he now? That's true. It didn't that work out too well for decision. him. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm going to go so far as to say if even with all the great talent that we've had come through the door here at K-Rock, this crew right now, Kevin and Chip and Jensen and Allie and Christine and Dave and, well, maybe not Birma, but this is probably the, I think this is maybe the best and most talented and, and most fun crew to work with of anything we've had. So it doesn't have anything to do with you all. It just has to do with where I'm at in my life. And I'm going to tell you. We're the roof. I mean, no, no, no. you leave that cat. behind. You He's don't worry cat. about the indulgence. I'm Who's clearly the mom? The mom. No, I'm the oh. mom. Jensen's the mom. He, he knows about me. I see. Okay. I am going to tell you, and you know that I am the healthiest man alive. Sure. And you know that I plan to live to be 100. Right. I'm very serious about that. But, and I don't know if this affects you guys the same way it affects me. When you see Luke Perry have a stroke and die within a week at age 52. It is another reminder that tomorrow is not guaranteed for anybody. And we've been talking about moving to Europe for years. And I think, at what point are we gonna do it? It can't always be that spot on the horizon that you'll get to one day, you know what I'm saying? You need to do stuff, I feel like I do anyway, while you can, while you're young enough and while you're healthy enough to be able to enjoy it. You can't put off the things that you're looking forward to in your life forever. Is this because your wife already moved there? I haven't seen her in a while. <laughs> he also but, loves this cat out yeah, there. Roho. 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 Yeah, Good I do. Lord. I'm in love with Roho. Yeah. Crazy but, love I mean, with this cat. Do you, do you guys kind of agree? Does it occur? Like when the Luke Perry thing happened, did any of you stop and think that could have been me? God, you know, by the grace of God, it wasn't. But I, I don't know if I'm going to live to be 70 or 90 or whatever. You, you just don't know how much time you have well, left. I don't you think have I... to enjoy yourself when you, while you can. I don't think I consider that seriously. Like I, I, I mean, just look at that. You know, Luke yeah. Perry was a horrible, horrible, bad luck. And but I don't. I mean, I think about it, and I mean, selfishly, I think Bean is one of the greatest broadcasters the city's ever had. Agreed. Ever. Uh, and it's a bummer because I 
you know, I feel like I'm working with, two, you know, so many legends in here, but obviously Kevin and Bean are staples in the city I grew up in. And I selfishly would love for him to stay. But I mean, I, we've had long conversations, even when I was thinking about taking the gig, I, I spoke with Bean about it. And he, he seems at ease there. You seem like it's a, a peaceful place for you at this time in your life. And, you know, like most listeners, which I was just six months ago, I don't want you to leave. I, I, I would fight till the end to have you stay. Uh, but I know that you will be happier there. Also, well, you've been talking about it off the for air years, for yeah. a long time. For a long time. So yeah. it's like we all know that that's your plan. That's what's going to happen, and that's what will make you happy. It's so all about perspective, Bean. If if you feel like this is the time, and why am I waiting any longer? My God, go do it. Your happiness is really all that matters. Define do it. Speed it, kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but I will, t- <clears throat> I will tell you though that it has been, even pick, like we talked about this three years ago. You know, very seriously, Don and I did. And we decided no, it's not the right time for various reasons. Even now, saying it and thinking it's the right decision to leave the show and move to England and and turn the page on a new chapter in my life, it's still really, really difficult to hear that and to say that out loud because I do genuinely love being on the radio have fun doing this show the i know i speak for all of you when i cannot believe the feedback that we get from our audience it makes it all worthwhile you know what i mean i mean the stories that we hear kevin you just told us a story i think off the air a few days ago about some person that came up to you and said you've gotten me through the toughest parts of my life and i don't know what i do without your show i mean i know that this show legitimately helps people and not everyone, a, but no, of course not. Okay. And it's a bright spot on people's day. And I take that responsibility very, very seriously. And I'll miss that more than I'll miss anything. Uh, I, I love our listeners, you know, and I and I know that people always say you guys have to stay there forever. But we practically have. I mean, this, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from us? And I will tell you that the, the Asperger's in me. <laughs> The fact that this is our 30th anniversary coming up in a few months here, 30 years of doing the Kevin and Bean show, there's something about that even number that says, if I don't leave at 30, I have to stay to 40. You know, I'm that what? guy. Oh, boy. Wait, hold on. Because I have on. to, if I don't have leave, to 30, leave on a, you know, a zero. I right. have to leave. But you're, oh, you have to leave All we have to do zero. is change all the calendars <laughs> in his house. He'll never He'll know. never know. You can't do 32. Because no. it's an even number, it has to be a zero. It has to be a zero. I mean, huh. honestly, 30, 30 makes sense to me. Okay. So it's just it's a bunch of things that have kind of come together at the same time. And, I, and I'm and i not going to go into this now. And who knows if I should ever go into this because, you know, we have a lot of listeners out there. And I don't understand you. <laughs> but you still support the monster in the White House. And, I, and, I, and I'm not trying to end on a down note here, but I will tell you that probably... 30% of the reason that I want to go now is because I feel like a civil war is coming, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. I feel like we are literally watching democracy die in front of our eyes, and all you have to do is turn on the news and see lots of examples of that happening, and it breaks my heart. It makes me so sad to see what's happening to this country right now, and that's part of it. So do it while I'm young enough and healthy enough. 30 years seems like a good time. I love England, and I'm really looking forward to spending more time there. And by the way, I don't want to get off the radio. I mean, I very much hope that I'm going to be able to get a job over there as well and start the second, what I consider the second half of my career. Can you do a British accent? 
That's important. I can't. Have you heard heard any of my accents, Kevin? Try to do a British. Because they, in general, I don't think they hire American accents. Yeah, they don't think our accent's cute. So give us a little, little, uh, hey, I'm Gene Baxter, whatever. Give us a little of your British accent. I don't think I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) That was Scottish. Again, I know nothing about accents. Good luck with your career in England, bud. (laughs) I know nothing about accents, but I'm not. This isn't because I want to retire at all. I still love getting up in the morning. I still love doing a radio show, and I'm hoping that I will be able to. I know that the odds are stacked against me because of my age and because of my dumb American accent, but I'm going to try, and obviously I'll stay in touch. But here's the here's the thing, because I know we're going to run out of time. We have a fantastic guest coming up next. It's months from now. I'm making this announcement now because you're going to be seeing some things on social media of, of me trying to find work, and I wanted you to hear it from us here on the show first and foremost, but my plan is to stay, if possible, all the way to the end of the year. So again, it's a long time before any of no, this No, we want to have like a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar farewell tour. Like this is, again, yeah. to leave on a, with our, at least our voices saying it, he's one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. Yeah, yeah I agree. Is, well, that's not necessary. It is true. You. You, are, you are ingrained in the city and radio let's and... let's put it on a float yeah like they do in new orleans oh yeah, yeah. and just the go whole around the city the whole Absolutely. city yeah and now, you, so now the tattoo boobs. makes more sense right? you in bean now the, tattoo, yes, the I, tattoo makes more the, sense yeah. yeah the tattoo of the queen which by the way we'll give you an update on very soon we have nailed down the tattoo artist and we have nailed down the time Eight. yeah so we're gonna get we'll give you more details about that so Briefly recapping in in two sentences, I'm here today to announce that I am leaving the show. The show will continue. We've got great people already working here. We may or may not be including others down the road. I mean, this show has always had a revolving cast of characters. Uh, But the show is going to continue, and it's going to be as great as ever, or as poor as ever, depending on your perspective. (laughs) But I'm just not going to be a part of it at all. So I just uh, wanted to get get that out there, and, uh, and thank you for the time. Can I add something? Certainly. question right yeah how did jensen pull this off <laughs> not sure i don't know listen what? i, I ask it every morning question. what kind of black magic are you working i ask it every morning <laughs> i have a serious question as well to our guest danielle fishel here mm-hmm. on the kevin b joined k-rock jensen's been out of town for a while yeah 
and then he comes back and you're pregnant. <laughs> I'm trying to do the Wait math here. I don't think it, don't you think have it something to tell him no. because no, it, it didn't. It didn't actually. Work it didn't out happen that in the way. last three days. No, no, I have been very pregnant now for a long time. Yes. It feels okay. like. I'm, just, I'm trying to do the math in my head, and I wasn't sure how. Yeah, we're no. not good at math on this show, but let's just say she's halfway there. Being it's exactly, we're almost done. Yeah. What do you do? Is it July? July. Yeah. Whoa, it's gonna be yeah. so hot. Poor we, you. We've now passed the. I know. But at least I get to miss August and September. Okay. Yeah. You know, right. that's I, a good way to look I'm, at it. I'm really great at finding the silver linings. All right. Yeah. It's nice. Um, it's uh, look, most people who have kids are excited about it, but you two are just bubbling over. <laughs> We're very excited <laughs> over having this kid. We are. We, we Jensen has been teasing us by not telling us what names you guys are close to, but that's I understand right. you have narrowed it down for your son. Yeah, we have. We've narrowed it down. I mean, there's been there's been a couple of um of favorites for a while. There's one that's really strongly in the lead. Yeah. Uh, but we could be swayed at any point. Absolutely. I mean, with you leaving the show, Bean, Bean's right up on the list now. Now Clyde. it is, for how sure. About, how about Clyde Carp? Clyde Carp. I actually like Clyde. Clyde is a nice I name. I like it. It's on I the was list. throwing that out as a joke. It's on the list now. It's on the list, yeah. yeah. So, Danielle, I know you're, uh, you're, you know, you're, you're working, obviously, and we've got some stuff to talk about that you're going to be doing some directing for the Disney Channel. But let's get to know you a, a little bit first here. Okay. Uh, first of all, Jensen tells us that you guys went to high school together but weren't tight back then. That's correct. Yeah, we went to high school together. We were which high school? Calabasas High. Oh. Which now Calabasas is so famous. Yeah, no one used to know what yeah. Calabasas was. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now everyone does. Did um, you know he existed? I did. Well, he did the morning announcements his senior year. So ah. everyone knew Jensen Nerd. existed. Nerd. 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 Did he, sure. did he rap them? No, I, I, no. I was not hiding once. that I was a rapper. No, that was what? it wasn't it wasn't cool to be a rapper back then. Yeah, he waited for it to be cool. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I was like, I get I see the opening now for this Jewish nerd to start rapping. I'm in. Help, help me out with the uh, with the Boy Meets World time time uh, line. Were you already doing that show when you were in high school? Yeah. I so started, you were going to I, high school and you were already famous. So in, uh, for a little Jewish nerd like Jensen, you would have been untouchable to him at that time. Well, I mean, Jensen's never been impressed by celebrity, really. So mm-hmm. I don't think he was like impressed at all. But yeah, I mean, we knew each other's names. We would say yeah. hi in the hall. I think I was more like, why does she get to come to school three months? Yeah, like that seems totally unfair. I was there one week out of every month, and then is that true? Yeah, I was there because we we worked three weeks, and then we'd get a week off. And I, instead of staying on set and doing school the way a lot of child actors do, I always wanted to go back to school. Why? I just loved it. I, but not because I was smart, because I loved the social aspect of it, it. the normalcy of it, and like I went to every football game, and I went to every dance, and you know my friends were all cheerleaders, and so I just like loved being at school. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact? Act, uh, that you've developed into such a great human being as an adult where other child actors really run into problems. I mean, I definitely think the normalcy of my life that I maintained and that my parents forced me to maintain helped yeah. a lot. I yeah. mean, I would work all day on Boy Meets World and then come home and my mom would be like, there's dog poop in the backyard. Go get that. Because <laughs> that's you were one like, of your chores. Mom, TV. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I was working all day. And she was like, well, I guess you're going to have to quit your job then because there's dog poop out there. Like, I define TGI Friday. <laughs> I'm not cleaning these plates. <laughs> like an awful kid. But it's true. We talk about it all the time. I mean, Amanda Bynes just went back into rehab this last week, and that's such a devastating story of someone who can't get on her feet. And fame doesn't help anything when you have that kind of mental illness. I've always said if I was famous young, I would be in prison or dead. I mean, I I think it would have destroyed me. It has that potential. And it's, uh, I mean, luckily my parents were so good about making sure that 
you know, they weren't, I wasn't in it because they wanted me to be in it. Oh, I was in it because nice. I wanted to be in it. They actually didn't want huge, you in it, kind of. No, yeah. they really didn't. Yeah. Um, and that, that makes a huge difference because you're not then the a kid supporting an entire family. Yeah. I was just Oof. able to be a kid. You were born in Arizona. How old were you when you moved to California? Oh, three weeks. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. So you spent your whole life. What was your time in Arizona like? People ask me that all the time. They're like, let's talk about Mesa. And I'm like, no, please. Let's absolutely not. I don't know why that's even in my Wikipedia. I, it's, I, yeah, it's, no, I was born three weeks before my dad graduated college. So I was literally just there for him to finish. And then they moved. They, they were, my parents are both native Californians, so. Oh, that is. That, oh, wow. That's, yeah. You're avoiding Fair. somebody by yeah. going to Mesa to have you. <laughs> <laughs> so, she um, didn't say they went to Mesa to have her. <laughs> it sounded like it. All right. It sounds like they were in the state for 15 minutes. <laughs> Basically. So, what was it that sparked your early interest in show business? Uh, well, I mean, it's not actually a super cool story, but there was a girl who was just a couple years older than me who I thought was so pretty. And she came to school one day and she was like, oh, guess what? I got an agent. I'm going to be a model. And I was like, oh, I want to do that too. And I went home and I was like, mom, I want to be a model. And my mom very kindly was like, you're too short. That's models are not <laughs> models are not four feet tall. Now go That's clean what, up the poo. <laughs> oh, I know my mom's so nice, but yeah. I, she's a, she's also a realist. A lot of poo in this, in yeah, this yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I just how many dogs it. did you have, Danielle? <laughs> Fifty five. Yeah. Were, were your feelings hurt at first? No, I was just like, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Great. I didn't know. I just needed the information, so I went back to school. I was like, oh, it's not in the cards for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said to me, well, my agent's also going to put me on TV. I don't think you have to be tall to be on TV. And I was like, done. <laughs> and that's what sold me. So, and that's it. And then she we went on one audition and got it. Yeah. Is that and right? Yeah. One audition. You're kidding. Yeah. I, I, I told my parents for like a year I wanted to do this. And they were like, no, they're all weirdos. Everyone in entertainment's a weirdo. Please don't do this. And I was, you know, 10 and continued to fight about it. My parents, literally the discussion was, let's let her try it. She won't go anywhere. <laughs> and then we can say we let her do it. You honestly right. think that they thought there was no chance. And they that, told me that. And that's why they said yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what they told wow. me. They said, like, like, we're like, look, she's going to hate it. Who likes auditions and all the traffic and it's after school? And what are the odds she's going to book anything? What? But at least if we let her try it, we can Aww. say. Get out of her system. Exactly. Yeah. I can tell that you love them, but. They, they seem like dicks. No, <laughs> no she said they're, they're, her mom was a realist. They yeah. are, for just sure. Putting it out there. <laughs> and you know what? That's exactly why I am the way I am. Yeah. I, yeah I, <laughs> We've talked about it on and off air about Danielle's insane media. Uh, ideas that she... Uh, we've talked about this. You guys know that she doesn't care about television. Right. She's been on it her whole life, so she's jaded towards it. Right. Doesn't care about any media, but the best part about her is every once in a while, I'll curate a movie for her to see. Like, I'll make sure, because I only get a small chance to go see one. <laughs> like once a year? Barely that. Okay. But I have to pick good ones. I have to make sure I do my research. And then we'll go to them, and she'll... Like, it's an hour and a half. She goes, I love this movie. I go, great. She goes, we could leave whenever you want. Anytime. Anytime. I go, what are you talking Wait, about? What it's, you... Not, it's not over yet. And she goes, it's fine. I love what I've seen. How, like, what? How, how far you, into it? How, how do you do that? How far into it? Halfway? So she just... You just know, like, probably what's going to happen? Oh, no, I just think I'm sure that'll all... I'll start, I'm sure it'll all work out. It'll be fine. <laughs> What, you want to rush to go someplace? Who does that? I, listen, the other thing is, we watch television shows every once in a while, and we'll get, we'll watch them. She goes, oh, this is really good. I go, yeah, Handmaid's Tale, this is really good. And then she goes, yeah, I loved it. I uh, don't need to see it ever again. Yeah, I won't ever about it She goes, I go, we're only three episodes in. She goes, I loved it. It's great. Don't need to see it anymore. <laughs> So you literally don't need to end that season. No, not at all. Well, you're a weirdo. I know. You're a strange person. What do you do with all your time? Silence. Silence. I love silence. Jensen has said that. He he loves how much you are just 
very fond of being quiet. Yeah. He yeah. was out of town for a few days, yeah. and then he came home, and instantly he was there was, like, Instagram stories being played, and I just, like, listened to it for about two minutes, and then I went, hey, please, please. <laughs> it's been five days of silence, and now already it started. She I really silence. enjoyed the time without you. I know. I just missed the silence already. <laughs> yeah. oh. You're going to end up uh, living in a convent or something. Oh, don't say that. You're green. <laughs> don't give her any ideas. Yeah. Maybe. All right, we have to take a very quick break. Our special guest in studio is Danielle Fisher. And I'm sorry, Jensen, I forgot. What's her relation to you? Uh, she's my wife. That's right. And uh, <laughs> she has directed a show called Sydney to the Max. It airs this Friday's on the Disney Channel, of all places. And it's not the first time she's directed. But we'll talk about that and so much more with The Happy Couple when we return right after this on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Our guest is Danielle Fischel here on The Kevin and Bean Show. Mrs. Jensen Carp. We are so delighted to have you in the studio for the first time, Danielle. I, I don't know. By the way, I don't know why in the last 30 years we haven't had you on. I, I have been in studio. Oh, no. yeah, no. oh, you have? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it was memorable for you. And also, well, it'll be very memorable for everyone today considering I got to come on right after the 9-11 announcement. Well, you're, the, you're the palate cleanser. Look, people are sad because I announced I'm leaving the show at the yeah. end of the year, but then they go, wait, Topanga's there? Right, yeah. sure, about that's what they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's the Farrah Fawcett of your Michael Jackson death. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mentioned before the break that we're going to be talking about your uh, direct of the Disney Channel show City of the Max, but I I do need to talk a little Boy Meets World because I feel like we haven't had that talk in a long time. Was it a this is fan- the talk? Yeah, <laughs> a fantastic experience for you all those years. I mean, honestly, no, not for the entirety of the seven years. There were there were highs and lows toward the end of it. Anything you do for a very long time, as I'm sure you guys can relate to, with thirty years, your memory goes. You don't remember the guests that were on your show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. how they live with it. Well, no, it's it's just you know it's day in and day out of the same people who you love, but also family gets on your nerves, of and you get to a point too where you're like, am I feeling? challenged by this anymore am i am i you know thrilled to be here every day toward the end we were all a little like we're ready to move on yeah Uh, and yet we were sad to say goodbye and um it was a bittersweet thing but overall did you ever say no one look at me no. Okay. No. <laughs> I probably thought it, but I never would have said it. Uh, no, that never happened. But, I mean, overall, it was an incredible experience. Um, and it's one of the reasons I actually wanted to direct is because I knew that my experience as a child actor was so unique that I was surrounded by so many great people and that I was in such a warm, kind of safe environment. And, unfortunately, there just aren't that many warm, safe environments in entertainment for yeah. children. Really? And if, yeah. It's, it's, you know, adults have a lot of baggage and we come into jobs and we have egos and we have, uh, you know, bad personality traits like yelling or thinking it's okay to just physically move somebody else, especially a child. And so when you're working with kids, um, you have to take into consideration the fact that this is their like 101. This is their very first job. Everything yeah. they take from this experience, they will take with them for the rest of their life into everything else they do. And if I can be one of the first people who works with them and makes them feel good and safe and comfortable and, and expressive and like mini creators that they are, um, hopefully that just kind of paves the way for the rest of their career. How do you transition from actress to director? 
Well, the great thing is I love telling people what to do. Okay. I didn't get to do that as much as an actor. Okay. I was like, how do I tell more people what to do? I have no idea what that feels <laughs> like. So. But I know the best way to do everything, don't yeah. I, darling? You do. You do. <laughs> you do. Um, uh, is Sydney to the Max a new show? It is, yeah. It, it premiered a couple of weeks ago on Disney. It's Friday nights at 8.30, which is exactly the time slot Boy Meets World had. So that's pretty... That's nice. Um, yeah, that's, uh, mm. that's cool. Um, it's a great show. It's really grounded. It's really... Um, it's not like over the top slapstick humor. It's very funny, but it's also very grounded. And it takes place in the two decades. It takes place in the 90s and it takes place in modern day. There's flashbacks. Um, and it's very fun. Caroline Ray is on the show. Um, and, you know, she was obviously from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Right. So. Do you love, love, love directing? I like, love Is it what you it. thought it was going to be? Yeah. Yeah. It's even more than I thought it, it was going to be. Yeah. It's, um, you know, First of all, the great thing is I still have so much to learn, which I love that feeling. I love learning. And I have been directing for a very short amount of time, but the people that I work with, the crews that I work with, have been doing what they do for a very long time. A lot of them have worked on your sets when you were a kid. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I'm the, working oh, with wow. crew, some of the people from Cruise that were on Boy Meets World in the 90s. You think they're talking about you? Like, what's she doing? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't know, what's happening here? Like, her again, huh? <laughs> uh, and so I just get to go in every single day like a sponge. You know, I'm, I'm good with working with actors. I'm great with, you know, blocking and, and, and talking and giving good notes and stuff like that. But I obviously still have a lot to learn as far as camera goes and so every time I walk into uh, a new set and I get to meet the crew one of the first things I say is like you've been doing what you do for a lot longer than I have been doing what I do and even though all the final decisions fall down on me this is a collaborative effort and I, I can't do it without you Very smart. Um, and so I am just soaking up as much information as I possibly can and it's a it's just a great way to go to work every day it's like the opposite of what happened here for me <laughs> is that Kevin and Bean never gave me any advice just let me kind of fall to the wolves right, yeah, right. So, that's, how we, yeah. that's how we roll yeah <laughs> The uh, show is called Sydney to, the, Sydney to the Max, by the way. It airs Fridays at 8.30 on the Disney Channel. How has married life been with Jensen? I mean, amazing. Oh, I have, really? Yeah. We've been great. He seems good. like he's he's high maintenance. <laughs> he seems... I don't feel to be high maintenance. Am really? I high maintenance? I mean, I don't know. He has so many interests. <laughs> so many interests. You don't, you, don't silence. A, you don't say that as a positive. Well... I don't feel. It is a positive okay. in the sense that he... He makes me get out of my comfort zone, which is great. Okay. Um, yeah, if you want to spend all day looking at sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> or or well, non-open DVDs. That one, right, that is one. And then two of the interests. Yeah. There are 75 more. Um, I appreciate about him, and also it makes me insane, that he looks at everything. Everything is with the same amount of wonder and enthusiasm. Right. And so, like, we once ran into someone at a Clippers game. Murs, rapper Murs. Rapper Murs. And yeah. I'm with all sincerity, he goes, Wow, Murs is a Clippers fan. That's thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> thrilling. What a dork. Thrilling. What a massive fan. Has he uh, dragged you into his love for the WWE yet? I mean, I tolerate it and mm -hmm. I enjoy it to a certain extent. I am mm -hmm. not wanting to watch every single match. Which I don't, I don't really watch that much either. No, no, yeah. no, no. But yeah. that's also a Jensen is a wrestling head. He yeah. for sure <laughs> is. I yeah. was out of it until Jensen took me to a bar where they were wrestling in a bar in Atlanta. I was like, I'm into this yeah. now. This is awesome. Well, no, Danielle's very great. sweet. She'll go to it and she'll go, that was really, really fun. And then I'll go, well, there is one in two weeks. She goes, no, I'm not going to another one. Yeah, no, it's two <laughs> weeks. Uh, how about six months from now? Maybe I'll think this was a, this was a good idea. Yeah, she's right. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, I, I enjoy it. I actually do enjoy that that hobby. Well, I, I'm, ha I'm 
I'm happy to say that Jensen talks about you all the time when he comes in here and always glowingly. I do. He's so, so happy. I Sometimes could, too much. I could yeah. not be prouder of We're her. We're so happy for both of you yeah. kids. She's it's so awesome. Human. Especially, the you know, the story you told about how you knew each other and then kind of drifted apart for a little bit and then not only ended up, you know, becoming friends again, but marrying. It's a yeah. wonderful story. So yeah. I'm so happy for you both. Thank you. Uh, Di- uh, the Disney show is called Sydney to the Max. Danielle directs it this Friday night at 8.30 on the Disney Channel. So great to have you back again because yes. you've been here before. <laughs> and we'll be in touch, I'm sure. Yes. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast first alley's here with what's happening on a wednesday uh let's talk a little bit about woodstock you guys Okay. The good one or the bad one? Uh, the good well, one to me is the one from the 2000. The first one. Oh, oh. oh the what? Oh, no. yeah. We were at that one. That one sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the good one to me. <laughs> well, Woodstock co-founder Michael Lang is celebrating the 50th anniversary by staging a multi-event, multi-day event, of course, like the usual Woodstock. But he promises an eclectic bill featuring hip-hop, rock, and pop acts performing alongside some of the legacy bands from the original festival. So far, he's booked The Killers, Chance the Rapper, Imagine Dragons, and then, you know, to go with the legacy bands, he's got Dead and & Company and Santana. It's a big act. What? Those are big acts. A good what? start. Yeah. All right. So the lineup has not yet been unveiled, but a number of acts have been revealed thanks to a new Billboard story concerning some of the financial hurdles that the festival had to overcome. So in this article, I guess they're like, so getting the killers was tough because we had to, like, what? <laughs> don't, don't write that just yet. Woodstock's 50th anniversary takes place on the same dates and the same site of the original original Woodstock Festival, so that will be August 15th to the 18th. That's a... Wasn't it just in the middle of a field? 
Yeah. Yes. In, uh, Just on some guy's land. Yeah, Glen, New York. <laughs> I don't remember the 99 one uh, sucking, Kevin. You don't? No. Was that the mud one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did it suck? I, you know my memory is terrible. I didn't remember having Danielle on the show before. I what mean, was wrong with that? we had a bunch of interviews lined up, and none of them happened. We couldn't find the person we were supposed to find. It was just a, a cluster F. Yeah, but then Fred Durst stood on a piece of he plank, did. and he, then they happened. carried the plank. I mean, that's like that's honestly a Jesus moment for Rock. <laughs> 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 he was born that day. I mean, it's a beautiful moment. That was wow. nine inch nails in the mud, right? I mean, I think everyone. right? It was everyone. Yeah. 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 Nine Inch Nails, but also I do remember Fred Durst too being. Well, I mean, it was just last a- night was a Fred Durst revival. Was that last night? The yeah, Troubadour? three dollars. You got to see. I mean, it sold out in seconds, which I guess happens anytime anyone plays for three dollars. But then they had Marilyn Manson perform songs with him, wow. and Billy Corgan and Machine Gun Kelly. It was like a, a rebirth wow. of Limp Biscuit, which is something huh. I never want to say on K Rock in <laughs> this year. But yeah, I mean, it seems like people care. Anyone ask for their money back? No, the three dollars. <laughs> no. They lived with the, that mistake. It was oh. either their way or the highway. Oh, wow. File, File. that. Good right. God. Guys, the Hello Kitty movie is finally coming to the big screen. Finally. <laughs> so New Line Cinema is teaming up with the Japanese company Sanrio to develop an English language film. It's not clear it's, if it's going to be animated, live action, or a hybrid. But this is the first time ever that they have granted film rights to a major film studio. Do, do, do we need all of that? I don't know how popular Hello Kitty is now, but I will tell you, when I was in elementary school, good God. If you didn't have a Hello Kitty little purse, what a loser. What are you, poor? Sad. <laughs> good God. That's what, what I'm saying. I do poor? think it's still hot in like the... that. That age group? Yeah, I don't think kids necessarily know what yeah. Sanrio well, is. Homar just had a Hello Kitty That's right. oh, birthday sure party for his five-year-old. That's for true. Five-year-old. Maybe, sure maybe it does matter. So I think not only young kids, but even those kids that kind of do that, like they're into the Japanese culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, not kids. They're still up on Hello Kitty. So maybe yeah. Hello, maybe this is a great thing. I mean, listen, thing. if they can make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which they, is coming out pretty soon, then oh, I think we're fine yes. with Hello Kitty. All right. We're making a Viewmaster movie, I Jensen. Know. This is all, we're in chaos. What? Is that a joke? No, that's no. real. Yeah. Viewmaster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on the show. Yeah, it's I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should be leaving too, Kevin. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Well, uh, Kate Beckinsale's ex was stopped by TMZ, and they asked um, for some advice that he would give to Pete Davidson. This is Matt Reif, her ex-boyfriend, who's 23 years old. And his advice for Pete, advice for Pete, man, run. Enjoy it while you can. I hope they're both happy. I hope that it can build to where it's an established good relationship. I feel like things didn't end well with Matt Reif and Kate Beckinsale. But Kate, Kate likes him young. Yeah, and, and from Wild and Out. That's Matt, the dude? Matt That's and the Pete Davidson have both come out of Is Wild and right? Out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's quite the, uh, the breeding ground <laughs> yeah. for boyfriends. <laughs> Yikes. Right? I don't know. You saw that picture of them making out at a hockey game? Sure did. Yeah, it was kind of... That, that was a lot. There's a lot of stuff to say. I yeah. mean, Pete sure likes famous women. Well, true. Well, and we all I do, but Pete can get them. I guess. I don't know how much you need to be tongue in the person next to you at a Rangers game. It was funny. The guy from Queer Eye was next to them. Did you see? Yes. And he's just so bummed. Oh, what am I doing here? He was all of us. <laughs> yeah, he was. That picture. <laughs> he That's was. what it was. Good God. 
Uh, you uh, you watched You, right, on I Netflix did. with Penn Badgley? Loved it. Amazing, right? Yeah. Huge hit on Huge Netflix. Hit. So fun. Which is so funny because it was on Lifetime and eh, no one really watched it and went to Netflix and now it's just a gangbuster show. Mm-hmm. Well, they are bringing on a comic, Chris D'Elia, for season two. Oh. He's set to portray Henderson, a comic. Uh-oh. Huh? Wow. Uh-oh. I know. Quite a stretch. So we'll see. I wonder what he'll be. I think it's, uh, from what I understand, it's an. It might be new people. They haven't really said oh, really? yet. But uh, we'll, we'll see. That mm. sounds like a t- three-episode arc to me. Doesn't? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be on forever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, I liked you. It's good. Good. <laughs> That's the point. Yeah. Some birthdays for you. We've got Shaquille O'Neal, Rob Reiner, Tyler, the creator. Connie Britton and Tom Arnold, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Keep playing that Harvey Danger, and I may change my mind and stay, you guys. <laughs> we know the way to your heart. <laughs> that's good stuff, right there. You know what? Whenever you're trying to audition for these stations in uh, in, in the UK, you should just be like, I played Harvey Danger once every couple days for right? 30 years. Well, that'll be worth something. <laughs> hey, we're going to revisit a story that we covered a few days ago so that we could include your phone calls about a family in Germany that fell behind on their expenses. And their dog was repossessed and sold on eBay that to make up some of the difference. That doesn't sound possible. It is unfortunately <sighs> true. So we'll get into debt collectors and debt collecting and be looking for your stories coming up in minutes here on the Kevin Bean Show on K-Rock. First, though, our friend Petros Papadegas has been on a rampage lately and understandably as the Lakers, well, frankly, suck. And there's a lot more going on than those of us on the outside know. But P is on the inside, and he can share some of what he's found out. Petros, welcome back to the Kevin Beach, my friend. How are you? Hey, good morning to you guys. And hey, is is Harvey Danger the one with the amputee? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what does that mean? Good I don't ever want to hear that sound again. No, I just remember that where he, uh, he says, now I'm an amputee, God damn you, or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the song. Yeah, that's the song. My friend had that. The quarterback on our football team had that CD. <laughs> it was great. It was great stuff. Oh, let's yeah, let him, was, let's let him finish. Come on. Well, no, no. I just want to say that Bean is one of the great radio people of all time, and he's done so much for so many years. So God bless you, Bean. I saw that on Twitter. Thank Quite you, the man. transition. <laughs> Speaking of amputees, hey, Bean. <laughs> P, I consider you more of a legend than I am, and oh, uh, and I'm serious about that. You and Money do the best sports show in America, as far as I'm concerned. In the fact, best I, sports show that's not a sports show. Yes, that's right. Although they did hit some sports yesterday, sure. because I was listening in the afternoon when you guys... What was your comparison that you gave? It was it was far beyond a dumpster fire. You had it going over a Niagara Falls of sewage and everything else no. when you were referring to the Lakers, right? No, that was Matt. Uh, on Monday, I told a story of... Uh, of a frat guy at USC that wandered uh, off drunk a little too far in his car and uh, T-boned a football player, got socked in the head and laid down in the street, right? If you can imagine that. Right. Mm -hmm. Drunk, laying in the street. And uh, all the football players uh, moved the car that that was hit, their car, and hid. And a, a gang came out of the trees and looted the guy's car. What's and happening right now? Everything. I'm having trouble well, following you, just you. Stick with me now. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. That drunk frat boy laying in the street that wandered too far was uh-huh. Harvey Danger. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. He had legs and arms, Allie. Oh, my bad. Look, we don't know where you're going. <laughs> 
that that guy was the Clippers. Whoa. Okay. Oh, oh wow. real M night okay. twist there. Wow. All right. No, no, that guy's the Lakers. Uh, he used to be the Clippers twist. back in the eighties. Mm. That guy's the, that guy's the Lakers, and the gang that came and just looted everything is the Clippers the other night. Because I'll tell you what, the Lakers are just laying there vulnerable for everybody to have their turn right now. They're just a frat guy laying in the street waiting to be uh, fleeced by a gang. <laughs> okay, but you have the best player arguably in NBA history, and you can't even make it close with the Phoenix Suns. What's happening? Well, obviously, there's some kind of problem chemistry-wise, and you can get a 100 sports people on, and they'll all have a different theory and somebody to blame, whether it's Magic or Rob Palenka or the ghost of Kobe Bryant's anger or LeBron or LeBron's agent or LeBron's other friend, Maverick Carter. I mean, there's a long list of people that you can blame, but the truth is the team's obviously broken. And for me, it it seems pretty obvious that there's one guy on the team that doesn't relate with anybody else, whether it's a bunch of younger guys uh, that are uh, in, into Instagram or a bunch of older guys on one-year contracts. None of these guys relate with LeBron. He doesn't like the coach. And there's going to be a trail of dead when the season's over because the Lakers, like it or not, have bought LeBron for three years, and he's going to do what he wants with the franchise. And you can blame Magic or Rob Palenka or whoever else you I want. I mean, but. I would like to say, though, once you accept that you're going to have LeBron James on your team, you need to build everything around him. That's a given. Yeah, but the building was never good. I mean, from Rondo. So the coach I mean, needs it, to go. It, and it, so did so well, Magic making bad choices. It, it really depends on what you believe. I mean, because LeBron, you know, runs around with chess pieces in his back pocket, does all this stuff, and then acts totally oblivious in the media, and it's infuriating. Uh, so uh, the, the LeBron situation is pretty clear to me. He makes all these moves. He He's the one that signed Wanted Rondo and Lance Stevenson and all these guys. Uh, he's the one that leaked out the the, the Anthony Davis yeah. thing. I mean, it's all his people that are doing this, and then he just kind of walks around and acts acts uh, innocent. Like, what? What do you mean? Uh, so it's, it's, it's a very odd situation, and I watched it from afar when it was in Cleveland, and we had enough to worry about with Kobe, but uh, <laughs> when it's on your doorstep and, and, and they're not winning, which cures a lot of these ills. Yeah, of course. Uh, it it is a really it's a disconcerting situation for Laker fans because guys, this isn't Cleveland, this isn't Miami. You just can't come jerk the Lakers around like this and and have them move at your whim. This is one of the most storied franchises right. in the history of sports. Let me ask you a question then: they they should get rid of them because it no, sounds they can't. like. A Oh, right. They can. I mean, but look, they're they're in a tough situation. When people on the road are chanting at the younger players that we've been sold uh, for the last two years by the franchise or four years that they're great. When people are chanting, "LeBron wants you traded," when they're at the free throw line on the road, and when people are chanting at home at LeBron, "We want Kobe." That ain't good. No. Uh, you know, that's that's about critical mass of negativity. When Jeannie Buss is telling the media fake news about something she may or may not have known, uh, this Anthony Davis trade that was that ruined the team's chemistry, uh, that stuff, 
That stuff is really bad. Yeah, okay, Pat, Pat, so, so here's my question. Everyone always says it would be easy to sign someone because of LeBron, and during the offseason, obviously, Lakers fans are betting on getting people like Davis or Durant or whoever they can get. If you're a player, there's no way you walk into this kind of mess. I mean, he's controlling the team. It's, it, it, it doesn't seem like that's going to pay off. Well, I mean, do you want to be part of, of – of this, I mean, do you want if you help LeBron anywhere, if you go to play with LeBron, whether you're Chris Bosh or Kevin Love, if he wins, then LeBron, uh, look what he's doing by himself. Yeah. If he loses, he doesn't have enough help. Uh, whether that's his fault or not, that's the the narrative that's yeah. built by the Braun sexuals out there. <laughs> so I, I, I really think that it was Paul George. That kind of put his foot in the ground, and Kyrie Irving to a certain degree, mm-hmm. uh, and just said, "Hey, th- th- I don't want to go help this guy." And then Kevin Durant made it very clear in an article in the in the Athletic, I think, in an interview he did, where mm-hmm. he said, "Look, it's a circus. Who would want to do that?" You know, and he didn't blame LeBron. He just said, "It's a circus." So all right, let me know, ask- there's all of that. And he's overweight, and he looks fat. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Wasn't expecting that. All right. So uh, two more years on his contract. Um, Do do the Lakers give up or how do they they turn it around? There's no playoff for them. I know, but not this year. But don't you as a front office and as a coach and everybody else, don't you have to figure out how to try and turn it around? Well, you have to try to build a team. Right. But. But, you know, you look around the league, and, yeah, people add big free agents, but these teams are built, too. Like, the Golden State Warriors were built. You know, the Clippers, who were in a great situation, uh, are built over and over again. Look at the the Sixers, Petros. I mean, there there are stacked teams in basketball, and right now there is a tire fire in Los Angeles. Yeah, and and it's it's a it's a tough situation because you got to have the guy who's leading the team to buy in. And if that guy doesn't buy in, then it just doesn't work. Right. And you see that. And uh, But you, you're with LeBron for the next couple of years, and you have to do whatever he wants, whether it's fire Luke Walton. You know, I mean, Mike That's Brown, step one for me. Mm-hmm. What? Are, yeah, what is it? Mike Brown, uh, uh, Tyron Lue, uh, David Blatt. He tried to fire Eric Spolstra, and yeah, Pat a- Riley stopped him. And, you know, LeBron has gotten a lot of people removed or fired over the years. Yep. And- he got me fired. I don't know if you guys know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. He made a call. Petros, let me, you ask you, let me ask you my, my final question, because I heard your interview with the great Bill Platchke from the L.A. Times yesterday, and he was saying, on top of everything that you've just said, which I think Bill agreed with, LeBron is also not even playing that well right now. He's missing shots he should be making. He's not paying attention. He doesn't even know who's on the field sometimes. I mean, he's just, dis- well, you know what I mean. He's, yeah. dis- he's distracted, and he was wondering if maybe that had to do with, you know, all the other opportunities for him in Los Angeles with his businesses and whatnot. I don't even think he knows who's on the pitch. <laughs> when I when, when when this happened, and look, it was a great signing. We're still talking about the most recognized athlete globally, uh, in, right? Globally in in the world. Agreed. Uh, globally in the world, folks. And, Slow uh, down. Yeah, I mean, he's that big. Uh, him and maybe that messy guy. I mean, he's the most. He he is the biggest free agent signing the Lakers have ever had. Right. I mean, it was it was a huge deal. 
that being said, he's getting older. And I said, this is not a pivot toward chasing championships. This is him doing uh, two chains songs or something and uh, producing shows, one of which um, the great Matt Money Smith is hosting that starts in about a month on CBS uh, mm-hmm. producing stuff. You know, he's he's doing that. And everybody was shamed when they said that over the, the summer. Uh, everybody was told, you know, you don't know LeBron. He can do everything. He's Superman. Well, he doesn't look like Superman. He looks disengaged. It looks like Superman is just walking by while people are being murdered and their 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 heads are being knocked off. But I off. would think at this point in the season with the way things have been going, I understand that. Uh, who Who is engaged at this point when you're just a dumpster fire? Well, you still have to be, I mean, you still have to be a professional and a leader. And when you're, when, when and look, this guy's been beloved since he was 15. Uh, everywhere he goes, he's a, he changes the economy. He is a walking conglomerate. But L.A. is not Cleveland. You know, we absorb uh People. We absorb events, and things don't phase L.A. in the same way people uh, get phased in other markets. And a lot of this stuff, the Laker fans don't like seeing. A lot of people are not loyal to LeBron. I don't know if he really feels like a Laker to people. And I don't know what the end game is. He's here for another couple of years. They're not going to get rid of LeBron. They're going to try to make it work with him. But this is a bigger disaster than anybody could have envisioned. And it's hard to imagine where they go from here. To be we honest. have to uh, we have to leave it there. Unfortunately, P, you know the clock. We're out of time. Petros Papadakis, along with our friend Matt Money Smith on Fox Sports Radio AM five seventy weekday afternoons from three till seven. Thank you so much for jumping on. I hope we talk again soon, my friend. Matt laughs at me when I say I'm going to move to an island, but I'm going to do it too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's room for my house. <laughs> it's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. K O Q Q. Um, Allie, I think you were out of uh, in sick bay or something when we did this story about the pug being repossessed. You've not heard this? <laughs> I believe I was here and I said, why are they buying a puppy if they can't afford their bills? Oh, that's and right. you guys made me out to be an awful human being. Because you no. were in support of stealing the pug. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we uh, we need to revisit this with you, the callers, if you have debt collector stories, because I can't Im- look. There are a lot of bad jobs. I can't imagine anything worse, anything that would make you feel worse at the end of the day than stealing stuff back from people who are poor. You know what I mean? People who it does own- seem like they're at their worst. Yeah. It does. Lowest point. And then you're making it worse. And granted, I'm sure there are lots of dicks who, you know, are abusing the system and obviously buying stuff they have no intention of paying for. And I get it that, you you know, there has to be some accountability somewhere. But this story is a family that had run into a real string of bad luck. The father, the breadwinner in the family, was involved in a very serious accident and was confined to a wheelchair. And they were behind on a lot of their bills, including their mortgage and including creditors. And they they sent somebody out. A debt collector came out and looked around the house and looked for something that they could take. Now, ordinarily, it seems like they would take your car. Yeah, there's no car. But I guess in some cases they don't because arguably the family needs a car. If they're going to get work, they need a way to get to work. So maybe they exclude the car in this case. So they decided to, to take the pug. To take the family dog, that makes no sense. A little female pug who was just a puppy named Edda. 
and they took the dog away and then put it on freaking eBay. This honestly is the worst thing Germany's ever done. <laughs> I agree. I couldn't think of anything worse than this. <laughs> they put it on eBay and sold it. I think it was around 800 bucks or something like that on eBay. By the way, that uh, family, maybe uh, go to a shelter and get a dog for yeah. 40 bucks. Maybe yeah. that's the way to go, too. But it's not Etta's fault. Poor Etta. So we just started talking about how awful this was and how awful being a debt collector is. And there are a lot of people who have had to work in that industry. And I know that we have some listening who can call us at 1-800-520-1067. Even if you're just the type of person who has to call somebody every 10 days and go and try to talk them into, can you send me 20 bucks? Can you send me 10 bucks? That has I mean, to be you know, soul crushing. Yeah. There's a lot of those conversations going on. And you know that the people on the other end of the phone are trying to avoid that phone call. And even if they're being as cooperative as possible, if they don't have the money, what can they do? And it just, it must be awful. I mean, I, to play devil's advocate in it, you know, you always hear about people debt collecting and doctor bills and stuff. Like, not every doctor lives in a mansion. Not You know what I mean? They right. deserve to get paid for their work. And, right. and someone who's not paying, you know, it's not like they're putting them in jail. They're saying, you know, can you pay $20 this month? Can you do a payment plan? I mean, they're, uh, again, I'm not <laughs> defending debt collectors. Sounds doctors. like it. That'd it be does very, sound like it. Very I mean. fun hill to die on. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the people who deserve to be paid for their work do deserve to be paid. Absolutely, yeah. So we want to take your calls at 1-800-520-1067. If you've ever been on either side of a debt collector, we want to hear about it. Did Dave say he had something or no? I, I have something kind of funny. You do, Jeff. When, okay. when I was in junior high, uh, I had a friend who was one of my best friends at the time. And, and you know, Christmas gifts, you don't really give out to friends. In middle, you know, it's a birthday thing, middle really. Middle school, right. Yeah, you just give birthday gifts. And for Christmas one year, I was told that him and his family got me a gift. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And they said, come over and pick it up. I said, great. So I go over there and I told my mom, I was like, oh, my God, they got me a Christmas gift. She goes, well, I guess we'll see what they got you and then just, you know, spend the same on him. I don't know. Did you know you were Jewish at this point? Well, no. (laughs) Uh, Listen, we know what holiday is fun, Allie. Okay, got it. We co-opt that holiday. Amen. He didn't give me eight gifts. <laughs> anyway, so I go over show, and it's it's like the best pair of rollerblades, and this is in eight, you know, seventh grade, sixth grade. When they're huge, the huge lightning, the like yeah. the best kind, and they're like a couple hundred bucks. And we were like, what? And I I wanted them very badly, so like, oh my god, I and I knew I shouldn't accept it. Even in my heart, I was like, oh, this is too much. Like this is this is crazy. So eventually, they convinced me, you know, no, we really want you to have them. I said, okay. So I, I bring them home, and I go, mom, I they got me rollerblades like $350 rollerblades she's like you're not taking them so like, you can't take because that because then she would also have well, to even, pay 350 but back but even beyond that yeah. i think she was just like it's, it's we're too not much. Even, we're not even getting you that like they can't <laughs> get you, like we, we yeah. can't afford that they and so my mom calls and the family said you know we really want to get it for Jensen and my mom says well we're returning them it doesn't you know we're giving them back to you it doesn't matter and they go well listen we're we're filing bankruptcy and uh we just they were just unloading assets? Yes! They were just oh buying stuff gosh. on their credit card. Oh they were just no. unloading. Like, don't worry, we won't end up paying it anyway. My mom made me give them back, obviously. Mom's like, I can use a new yeah. range. I know, but imagine just right at the last minute when you know you're wow. going bankrupt, just going crazy on your credit card. By the way, that's what screws all of us. Yeah. yeah. So it's like Absolutely. We, we didn't feel comfortable keeping them. But, I mean, what a crazy debt story to just get, just lean into it. Wow. And, and, by, and by the way, I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, Jensen, because part of the reason the debt collector job is so, is so difficult so dicey sometimes is you're trying to push the person to the point where they'll give you something yeah. so that they don't declare bankruptcy. Yeah, you're You'd trying to You'd rather take the 10 cents on the dollar or 40 cents on the dollar or whatever you can get because if they declare bankruptcy, you don't get any of it. You no. just lose. Zero, yeah. 
So let's take a call before the break at 1-800-520-1067. And why don't we make it to Austin? He's in HB. He's on line one. His family owns a debt collecting firm. You are the least popular people in Southern California. (laughs) Hey, devil. (laughs) What's it like? It's uh, it's been well for us. I mean, we've done really well with it. There's lots of debt. That's not what we're asking. <laughs> we're not asking if you're making money at it. Well, they're good at it. They're good at but it. But we're saying, isn't it soul crushing? It was back in the day when they were doing a lot of repossessions and stuff like that. But since my cousin has taken over the business in the third generation, she uh, she's kind of moved away from that, and it's more corporatized structure. But yeah, it was a pretty glum business back in the day. I mean, a lot of our uh, collectors had conceal and carry permits because people don't want to give their stuff up oh i remember very clearly bean and i went to do a job with somebody when repo man was on the air oh yeah Mm -hmm. i went to Uh went to repossess a car and we were scared to death because you go up to the driveway and you're taking someone's car right who knows if they have a gun or they see you we were scared out of our mind because they they don't know whether you're the repo man or you're stealing their car so it was insane exactly um, what is the, what is the, how do I phrase this? The number one thing that people get behind on, I assume, would be mortgage or rent, right? Medical bills. Oh, oh medical that bills. totally makes sense. Because medical, medical bills, bills are through the roof, and who's got that kind of money? And they're unexpected. Yeah. You never know when they're going to happen, and they put a lot of people behind. So that's, that's the number one thing that they this do. This is why you vote for Bernie Sanders, people. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever repoed a, a body part? <laughs> <laughs> like a prosthetic leg. <laughs> We're taking the leg back. Sorry, dude. Yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you for the call. I'm glad you're getting so much joy out of the repo business, yeah. Austin. But we appreciate you listening. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Have you had anything repossessed, or were you a debt collector? Any part of this story? We want to hear your experience next on K Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Stephen and HB. Good morning, Stephen. Yeah, good morning. Uh, so, yeah, I had a debt collection about almost uh, for a thousand bucks. Um, had no idea about it. Um, ended up 
uh, doing my research and trying to find out about the debt, it turns out it was from a red light ticket that I got when I was visiting family in Escondido. So I ran one of those red lights, and I was in a rental car. And you had no so idea. I, never, I had no idea. It was two years. It was two years later, and of course, all the time that go by, you keep getting you know more and more you know fines sure. and whatever. Yeah. So it was two years. So I never got any notice on the Enterprise rental car. Um, so I had to go down to Escondido, go to the courthouse, and uh, they presented me the uh, picture, uh, you know, and the guy looks at me and goes, is this you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. So yeah. the funny part was the judge goes, oh, I've got good news. And I'm like, oh, he's going to let me off. And he goes, the red light tickets were about $150 cheaper back then than they are now. So <laughs> Is that good news? I, 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 I basically had to pay the, the, the ticket and everything thing like that but basically they let me off with the collection because then i took care of the ticket wow that's crazy i'm just so surprised that enterprise didn't just pay the ticket in other words put the ticket on your credit card and pay it you know what i mean okay yeah well i was surprised that they'd even uh notify me or tell me they belong in the truck or they belong all right sounds like you're getting audited or something i don't know what's going on are you on a construction site what's happening he's he's in jail that's it he's calling from jail is this your one call yeah he's trying to get his phone back this guy well that thousand dollars Man, had to yeah. come from somewhere. All right, thank you for listening. Thank you for the call, Stephen. First, though, we'll get right back to our topic: debt collection. What's up? One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. Blanca, Corona Delmar, you're on the air. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. Um, yeah, I used to work um, in Arizona for Citibank, and I worked for their uh, Sears credit card, and I did bilingual, so it, so it was inbound, outbound, mm-hmm. and. Because of that job, unfortunately, I have, like, zero empathy for people in situations now, which is really sad. Why are you the devil? Well, because, I mean, you sign up for a credit card, and you know you owe it. And, you know, back way back when, right, they used to allow you do no payments, no interest. Right. But if you didn't pay it off before that time frame, you would get all that interest on there. Mm-hmm. And so people thinking paying twenty thirty dollars. Oh, I paid my bill off, and it's like no, you didn't. I got and you. a lot of, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the language barrier, people didn't even understand when they were signing up for their credit cards, and it's like, dude, it's a legal document. How can you sign something and not know what you're signing? Well, that seems like you'd have some empathy, uh, yeah. Blanca. Oh, come on, <laughs> you couldn't read the contract. <laughs> you're a heart little person. You are. You're heartless. Is what you are. <laughs> Um, I feel that way sometimes, but it's like, you know, it, it's just, it makes no sense. I mean, my mom was, you know, she came to this country and she didn't know how to read or write English. So let's put her but... in debt. <laughs> she deserves to be in debt, Blanca. Put her in debtor's prison. Um, Blanca, let me ask you this question. Uh, when you call somebody, you're working for Citibank and you call somebody and say, look, you missed the last two months. You owe us uh, $190 and they say, I don't have the money. What's your next recourse? What do you do at that point? Do you ever send somebody out to take some of their stuff or what? Well, honestly, you know what? Um, They don't anymore. But when people say, oh, I'm filing bankruptcy, you know, we get their case number. We get all the information that we need. And they actually do send a lawyer to the hearing and people have to pay on that debt. They, They have a repayment plan for them unless it's an extreme case. Then they don't make them, but you know, a lot of these credit card companies now send lawyers to sit there all day and go and make sure they get their money. 
Well, it is, I mean, it is their money and they're owed it. I mean, it's, it's easy to paint the credit card company guys as being the bad guys, but somebody I mean, listen to Blanca, though, for God's sake. I'm just wondering yeah, what Blanca. Blanca does now. She is yeah. a bad side, right? Blanca, yeah, what, what, what do you do now, Blanca? Just kill puppies? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, heaven forbid. No, 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 no. Actually, I'm an at-stay-home mom. <laughs> wow. Uh, we're we're passengers, taking your kids right? away from you, then. Yeah, I, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling she sharpens her knives for most of those days just in front of the kids. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call. Be careful out there, people. You might run into someone like Blanca. Don't do it. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's all you. Take it away. What's happening? See, I'm, I'm trying to tell Kevin there's three clips. <laughs> right, he goes, I know. He goes, I know. Well, no, because you played the second into the third uh, together last time. So just... <laughs> So I just want to want to make sure that we have. While we were, while Bean was talking, Allie was. Bean, you can leave earlier. Allie, Allie was standing on the table, like waving, like she was waving a plane in. I was like, "What's going on?" But Chip wasn't looking, so I had to get Chip. I saw All you right. guys playing helicopter down there. I was just trying to stall. It was yeah. bizarre. It was a lot. It was a lot. I was like, okay, I get it. Clips. We have what six months to ruin the legacy? I think we can do it. We can do it. We can do it. So R. Kelly sits down with. How dare you? <laughs> Sits down with CBS Canceled. Morning News, and he talked to Gail um, about, you know, his life and what he's been doing up until this point. Mm-hmm. Just not a real good situation. Let's just start off with uh, Gail just calling him out. Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of 17? No. <laughs> Never. Yes, yes. He stop. Play it again. He says no before you even he hear it. Even Have he, you ever had sex? No. Here, let's listen. <laughs> Have you ever had sex no. with anyone under the age of seven? No. Never. No. I have to tell you, it's so hard to believe that based on all that we've read. I'm going to tell you something, Gail. There's one you. I'm going to tell you something. What women said about you. What women said about me. What women. So nobody's allowed to be mad at me and be yeah. scorned and, and lie on me. Mm-hmm. So they're lying on you. That's your explanation. They're lying on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you whispering? Absolutely. You feel that people have maligned your character? I have been assassinated. I have been buried alive. And then it gets to the point where you've got to think his handlers are looking at each other like, what did we do? Publicist is one thing. Where's his freaking attorney? Yeah. Yeah. You don't do interviews like this when you're facing charges. He's got 10 serious charges against him. Let me ask you another question, too. I... I feel like it's a real outburst. Mm-hmm. Like it's real. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's just putting that on to yeah. mount yes. a defense? Especially a- this next yeah. clip. Okay. You're going to hear it and you're going to be like, oh, okay, take many seats, R. Kelly. <laughs> I didn't do this stuff. This is not me. Y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. I love her going, Robert. Robert. Right? I'm, she's, I'm she's not mad. I'm disappointed. She's disappointed. I do like that he says, 30 years of my life, which technically Bean can say on his last day, too. That is true. That is true. Here's the thing. Um, you're on video. Yeah. There's Stop it. Right. What are you doing? I, and you good married news, a 15-year-old. Yeah. Right? Yes. You, he was married to a 15-year-old. Yes. Yeah. How yeah. can he even? I don't even understand. I have good news for you guys, though. 
he has announced that he's hiring Bill Cosby's crisis management team. Oh, jeez. That's true. Is that true? Yeah. So hopefully it ends the same way with him dying in jail. Agreed. Well, at least here he admits that he needs help, but not for being a pedo. You're killing me, man! This is not about music! I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it! Y'all just don't want to believe the truth! Keep going? Yeah. Okay. I need help. What kind of help? This is the kind of help I need. Yes, what kind of help? I need somebody to help me not have a big heart. <laughs> oh, my, my heart God. is so big. People betray me, and I keep forgiving them. I need help in not having such a big That's heart. That's so insane to oh, me. Oh, my, my God. I just love too much. My biggest weakness. Me. My biggest weakness is that I'm so good at things. And that I oh. pee on people. <laughs> Oh my God! It's just—it's all insane. Oh, that by the way. <laughs> oh, just you, nuts. We'll have uh, we'll have some more of that tomorrow because I don't even think that just brushes the surface. Yeah, there's a lot of that coming from our. Is there anyone, yeah. one person, watching that interview with Gail King this morning and thinks, you know what? I think R. Kelly's innocent. I mean. Absolutely. I assume there's always really? yeah. that person, always, but I would think most people are like, come yeah. on. And a lot of people are wondering why he was given this platform anyway. Why interview him? Yeah. yeah. I don't mind point. letting him hang himself with that, with his own words, you yeah. know? Yeah, where is his lawyer? I mean, I'm sure he said some things in this interview that the other side is help. like, hey, let me just jot that down word <laughs> for word. Not good. He's, a, he's Roger Stone good at incriminating himself. Yeah, Oof. walking right into it. So uh, Chef Mario Batali has um, sold his ownership shares in his restaurant group more than a year after he was accused of sexual harassment by several women. So Mario Batali and the Bastianich family, they had 16 restaurants together, which will now be managed by a new company. And the family bought out Batali shares in the restaurants and say he, quote, will no longer profit from the restaurants in any way, shape or form. You gotta think they were losing some money. So any way that they could just separate themselves and say he's not getting a dollar right. if you decide to eat here and have some of our meatballs, because they're real good meatballs. I mean, listen, Italy's real good. Yeah, he also speaking of Italy, um, sold his shares in Italy, which is you know the Italian supermarkets, everything. So it's kind of a huge and what, deal. What was his story again? It was a, he was me too. Uh, four women came forward to accuse him of inappropriate touching over Got a span it. of 20 years. Things that, you know, their jobs depended on it. Things mm. like that. So right. not not a, a good situation. Plus, he wore orange Crocs. I don't All think right? that's... Who is I don't, with me? <laughs> I don't think that's part of the and problem. Am I thinking of the right guy? Was he also bald but with a ponytail? Yeah, he yeah. was the one that was Murder on... Murder but... Yeah, he was the one on the chew. Wait, yeah. you're all right with the touching, but the the hair is where you do murder button? Bald with a with a ponytail? It was a weird... He was definitely balding. I'd say he had less hair on top than he uh-huh. had going to the ponytail. Sure. But let yeah. the ponytail go at that point. Okay, so sorry. I'm glad. Like I'm sweating. glad he lost the restaurant. Yeah. But, okay. But I'm saying okay. I yeah, mean, mo- too. mostly the mostly the women. Yes, that he, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I do want to call it emptiness in the front, party in the back. <laughs> Oof. It was a look. Yeah. Right? And he'd always wear, like, the chef's coat with shorts and Crocs. Wear shorts. That's embarrassing. <laughs> what a freak. Right? Who's with me? You guys ever go to bed with your hair wet? Um, um, I do sometimes because I take a shower at night. I try not mm-hmm. to. 
Is it because you were always told by your mom that you get sick that way? Yeah. No, not is, me, no. <laughs> yeah. My mother used to do it all the time. Same like if I had wet hair, she'd be like, don't go outside with wet hair. You're going to get sick. And then my father would just irate. What's you get thi- sick from germs, Maureen. I was going to say, what's the thinking behind that? I mean, listen, it's- that's the most reasonable of the things I was taught as a kid. I was also <laughs> taught not to sleep with my socks on because I'll get a headache. What? Don't put a hat on a bed. I oh, mean, I've, I've heard that one. Wait, I, hat on I've a bed? I've heard that one. Shoes, shoes on a table. So, like, even in my box, you can't put shoes on, like, a dinner table or a kitchen table. Oh, I think that's Wait, probably why good. hat on a bed? I don't know. It's don't a superstition know. thing. Oh, really? I lived with from, all of them. From what I've heard. Interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I lived in a bubble because oh. I didn't want to break any of my mom's superstitions. Well, a doctor with Vanderbilt University Medical Center says you're not going to get sick if you go to bed with damp hair. You cannot catch a cold from being cold. Although slightly wet hair won't cause won't cause harmful bacteria to colonize on your pillow, as illness-causing bacteria and viruses don't appear spontaneously. What? But here's the thing that they do say: there is a little bit of evidence that if you go to bed in a damp environment, maybe if you have like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. I don't even want to read it. It's just gross. Tell me more about your your bedtime damp environment. Yeah, please. We're listening. You have the floor. I don't want It's yours. Go ahead. We're out of time. As long as you'd like. Nothing but time. You can go right into the next hour. We actually asked Kat, and she says we can have her show today. Uh, So So did Stryker. So let's let it run. Some research has shown that pillows, especially those made with synthetic materials, can harbor asthma or allergy-triggering molds and fungus, which tend to do well in damp environments. So. Okay. How, How damp? All right. Hey, happy birthday to Connie Britton, Tom Arnold, Shaq, Rob Reiner, and Tyler, the creator. That's what's happening. You happy to be back, Ellie? No. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you why today was such a special program. My wife came on, and she was incredible. She was. Exactly what I was going to say is we had the beautiful and charming and lovely and smart and funny and fascinating Danielle Fischel on the program. And bad taste in men. And I embarrassed myself by by being (laughs) so happy to have her finally on the air on the Kevin (gasps) Bean show. And she's like, I've been here before. I don't know what you guys are talking about. (laughs) And this is what I was thinking. We've... We've gotten to the point where we don't remember everybody, right. so we right. never say those words. Yes, yeah. I'm a W. It's I, nice to mm-hmm. see you for the first time. We just learned don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. And so anyway, just stepped right into that one. I mentioned that to say, if you're listening right now, you probably weren't with us bright and early when Danielle came by, and she was a lot of fun. So please check out the Kevin Bean Podcast wherever you get yours on Spotify, Radio.com, KRock.com, iTunes, whatever. It's worth, uh, it's worth a listen. And by the way, if you don't know much about podcasts, super easy, super free. So yeah. please enjoy. Plus, one of you quit this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that happened too. On your drive home today, listen to a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, Random Act of Helpfulness and the SoCal Helpful Honda Dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. Get up on this with Jensen. Mm-hmm. Uh, more highlights from R. Kelly, who uh, is just going nuts. Dr. Drew's on the show tomorrow like he is on Thursdays, and we've got more uh, three-day passes for the Ohana Festival as well. It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.